I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone. You stupid fucking blabbermouth! Take a stand. Baby bitches leave. Hey team, welcome back to the only podcast we can hear a couple guys talk about movies and TV. The... I'm telling you that I am. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, Hoops? Kid, how are you? I am well, and it's a big uh, Friday. Friday the 13th, right. baby. That's a big, big deal yeah. here in the chill zone. Oh. <laughs> I think uh, we're actually joined by Jason himself Ooh. tonight. I thought for a second, what would a Jason voice be? He famously doesn't speak. So yeah, Jason's here. Yeah. He's just doing his thing. He's just sitting here in the mask. This bit has no legs. I'm a little Just scared. like Monty. Wow. <laughs> um, but in classic Cursed Holiday, Friday the 13th fashion, the only new movie this week is a new Ryan Reynolds vehicle. <laughs> called free guy oops not time for birthdays yet um yeah and they tell us a little bit about what they did how they tricked us yeah, I, was, I, I need i think we need to own up to being fooled by their marketing i was bamboozled well it i was also bamboozled i didn't even google it i just believed it blindly which is i think what they were hoping for i don't think it was their marketing i think it was just someone i follow on twitter doing a bit Saying like oh. the night before release like free guys getting delayed again till november because of the delta <laughs> variant which is ridiculous, but he really sold it with that Photoshop, and I felt foolish yeah, believing it. I really needed that to be real. Yeah. Fucking free guy. They should delay it till 2040, for all I care. <laughs> Put it on the shelf and never, you know. Who needs a Ryan Reynolds stuck in a video game movie? Jesus. I don't think I've ever enjoyed a video game movie. Not once. Well, Not even a little bit. You're going to love this one. I'm talking to the camera and uh your ryan reynolds voice like it doesn't even really sound like him but it is him and it reminds me of him and i just like the last week the gumby bit that got me on the re-listen i listened twice last week which i never do and the week before i think which is rare for me are you turning into our biggest fan are you gonna become the king of the i think i I, monty move over (laughs) i think dan everybody who considers themselves rian everybody who thinks they're a turkey head i think i'm the head turkey head listening to myself and you I actually just I re listened to it with my own audio, edited it out, and think about how much better it would be if I were dead. Edited it. Did it. That's one of the fun tongue uh, twisters. Um, but yeah, we won't be seeing Free Guy. Never? I wouldn't see Free Guy if it was Free Guy. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> All over my face. Guy. Like, that is a movie we will never cover on this program, except when it comes to the. HBO for free. And I was going to say, when it's free, I will definitely watch it. Yeah, get and all mad have a about laugh. it. Do the, all the it's never going to be the featured review, and we will never spend money on it, is what we're trying to say. Never. Um, let's do the birthdays, since Ooh. I already have the music right here. I would love that. Isn't that nice? That would be lovely. I believe a uh, friend of the show, Justin Thoreau, turned 50 yep. the other day. Amongst him, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Wow. Who plays Thor is 38. Oh, mate. Yeah, right. 
And Lakeith Sandfield is 30. It's Ooh. the only birthdays I was able to find. He actually found himself in some hot water the other day. Again? He revealed himself to be an anti-vaxxer on oh. TikTok, I believe. He did it on Instagram, too. He posted something about, like, I don't know, like, how about how much y'all want to put in your bodies. Or, like, it was, like, some... Yeah. Oh, him, he's joining the ranks of uh, Chet Hanks and the MyPillow guy as being anti-vax. So yeah. he's in good company. Yeah, Chet had a fun video where... Like, the first half of it is him, like, passionately pleading to the camera about, you need to get vaxxed. Then he does a classic, psych! And then, like, goes on a whole tirade. What a silly goose he is. Chet's on one, which, you know, happens from time to time. But Justin Throw-wise, I gotta let the fans know, you're sporting a mustache on your face. I am. Currently. At this moment in time. I am. And you revealed that... This oh, new boy. look was possibly inspired by Justin Thoreau's mustache. Well, you Can know you confirm what? Confirm or deny this? I did the like short beard, long mustache, like with a little like soul patch underneath the mm. like almost like the uh, matador look a couple of weeks ago. I'd done it once before. I did that like two weeks ago, my last haircut, and then I was getting another haircut this Monday, and I thought to myself like I had just seen Justin Thoreau's Instagram, and I was like, you know what, like. Let's go all in on this mustache. So I had him do it again. And the mustache is thick enough at this point where I shaved all the rest. Yeah. And now like I'm maybe growing the stubble back. I'm I haven't decided yet, but I'm I'm pretty happy with the mustache. I think it's better without the soul patch. Agreed, yeah. You got like a Freddie Mercury, like classic stash thing going it's on. It's more right it's funnier this way. Yeah. Like that way it almost looks like it's not supposed to be a bit. And like this is like very much a bit that's sort of not a bit, which is kind of how my whole life has unfolded. <laughs> Like, is that a joke or unintentional he's going to start a fitness business? Unintentional bits, the Ryan Eichner story. Yeah. And, and you like, also, I don't even, it's meta. Like, I don't even know if I'm kidding. Yeah. And you have, you're combing your mustache. You have this mustache comb. You got a whole bit oh, going yeah. on with it. This is my old beard brush. I actually think I'm upgrading. I would like to, I should say, upgrade to like a more fine-tuned mustache brush. So if anybody in the audience has a mustache brush recommendation, Ooh. Reach, out, reach out to me at A-N-K-N-E-R on Instagram. I think you're going to get flooded with intel. Um, hold on one second. What and else also, is in the news? Sorry. Freddie Mercury-wise, they oh. mentioned... They're still trying to figure out a way to do a sequel to Bohemian Rhapsody with Rami Malek just because it was so financially successful. And it's like... But more more Queen. Yeah, even though they like covered his entire life and death in that one movie, they're going to make like a sneak in like a side sequel. Awful idea. Don't do that. I, I hated that movie. I hated it a whole lot. It was, and it was... And everybody loved it. And it... It was such a generic know. rock biopic. It was, uh, you know, it had its moments. And he was good, even though he's bothersome. I don't like him as a person. I think he's talented. He just sucks. Yeah, he's just he's just like a man. He seems like the type of guy that if you're on set with him, you don't like him at all. Yeah. It's just like he has he's has no, he's like, he's not a hang. Yeah, he seems like he's probably like a fan of mischief and stuff. It's like, I think he's a fan of traveling by train. Oh, who could be bothered by all that? I still, if they did it with Sasha Baron Cohen, like they were supposed to initially, I think that would have been way better. I could see him nailing the Freddie Mercury role. Directed by like Mike Figgis. Oh, Mike Figgis, friend of the show. 
And let's bring things down for a second and talk about Trevor Moore. Oh, fuck. This, I don't even want to make a joke. I know. This is co-founder of The Whitest Kids You Know. Very funny dude. He uh, hosted some game show I can't remember the name of. And well, makes, he had the Trevor Moore show. Yeah. I he, believe that was something else, though. He was a big like Comedy Central guy and had that movie Miss March. It was mainly Whitest Kids You Know, like with really funny sketch... Uh, show in the early aughts he's dead i want to say by the way he passed he's died at 41 he had a wife and daughter and i typically have a lot of fun with death in general especially celebrity death it's one of your favorite things it is (laughs) and i i can't wait for my own but trevor moore was great and him dying like we're about the same age i mean i'm not 40 40 but i'll be there you're 50 fuck (laughs) and I don't know. It just sucks. Yeah, Nothing t- funny about that. I saw that. I was like, Ugh. it Gave totally me like- bummed me out. I saw all like all the whitest kids, you know, guys. He was in the sketch thing with were like posting tributes, and I was reading them all, getting super sad. It was awful. Did you any tears? I mean, maybe like a welling, like a well up, a little Instagram well up. <laughs> I'm like welling up right now, just thinking about <laughs> times that I've welled up. But yeah, it's uh. It's fucked up. They said he died in an accident at his home, which is I, very vague. And I bet he fell down. A good fall? You know, your boy's no stranger to a fall. That's true. An in-the-home fall. Yeah. My doctor, actually, my surgeon, I should say, told me that after I fell down the stairs, had I not landed on my elbow, had my head hit the ground that hard, I'd be dead. Mm. So, I mean, maybe he... And he's a tall dude, too. Mm. He's like 6'4". Six five maybe. So yeah. I mean, had he tumbled down some stairs like that, yeah. could have been that outcome. Yeah, super sad. But check <sighs> out his work if you're unfamiliar. Give him a give him a goog. Check him out on YouTube. Yeah, the whitest kids you know sketches are on YouTube for the most part. I can't can't really find them anywhere else. They they're lingering on the IFC app. There's like yeah. that ghost link where it shows that it existed, but you can't watch it. They have some great ones. That one where they're astronauts and he's like at the top of a shuttle opening bags of candy and it's like getting on everybody. <laughs> some great physical comedy. The the Black Doctor sketch is the one that comes to mind oh, yeah. for me. That one's hot too. That's really funny. It just it's great. It's a great show. Funny guy. He was the by miles too, the funniest of them. Oh yeah. He was like the guy. Yeah. So rest in peace, Trevor Moore. Yeah. And I feel like they're like niche. A lot of people don't know about that show, so check it out. I almost want to keep it that way, but tune in, check it out. And Larry David was invited, then uninvited, to Obama's 60th birthday bash this past week, which couldn't sound more like an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I mean, I hope he sneaks this into that next season. Yeah, that's very funny. I wonder why. (laughs) Do we have any more details, or is it just... I think it's just that. I didn't read the whole article. I was just floored by that headline. And just like, no good? No good, Obama? (laughs) And then like it just zooms in on his face. Jeff, like, this is a big bowl of wrong. How can Obama do this? I can't do a Jeff, I'm learning. (laughs) I appreciate you trying. He's in. I don't really think Jeff Garland is funny. I don't think you're very funny, Jeff Garland. Never. He has his moments. He's kind of an exhausting character. He's just bad in interviews. I've listened to him on too many podcasts. Hmm, that's fair. But yeah, I wonder who did make it to that Obama bash. I know Erica Badu made it. Ooh. 
can't believe we weren't invited. We should have been there front and center. Agreed, yeah. Erica Badu had to issue some sort of formal apology and remove a video from her Instagram, I guess. You'd put something up and she was like, this is not the type of person I am. I'm so sorry. I wish I could have seen. I'm sure if I dug, I could find the video, but. Uh, Miss Badu, you need to delete that tweet. That was the rumor that he told her to delete it, but yes. I don't know what I believe anymore. I don't even want to be around anymore. <laughs> He's back. This is something that made me want to be around still. Um, this is actually, I might take you down to Scotty Sports Corner for a hot second. Um, whoop, you got to do the voice. That's I, the rules. I'm not doing the voice. <laughs> Did you see this video? Of All right, men. John U. Smith explains how he is a quote-unquote movieologist and that he's watched movies filmed in Boston, like The Departed and The Town, and he's enjoyed seeing the city and where the scenes were filmed. It's him, like, on the, the field. Sick. Just, like, talking, like us, basically, just being like, I like the departed, I like the town, I see, like, the areas that I see in my real life, in the movies. That all like tracks, that. yeah. That makes sense. I agree. And, yeah, we're... I didn't know I was a movieologist until he... Mm. Agreed. I am also a movieologist, so Coined I guess that's phrase. what we are, and that's what this is. So, yeah, he's my new favorite player, MVP of the Pats... And now that Brady's gone, he's the new lifeblood of the team. This is Scotty Sports Corner. Folks, I uh, can't hit the post like I thought I might. This is still going, and why don't you go ahead and have a go? Put those dicks away. Whew. We did it. <laughs> Folks. I would have loved if you did the voice unprompted, and then I suggested <laughs> you do the voice, and then you refused, and that's almost funnier. He's back. Do you have a sports corner while we're I getting do not. sporty? I do not. That's why I gave you the, the bed because I don't – there's nothing. I, have, I actually had that written down because Monty – Turkey Head Monty turned us on to that story. Just the term movieologist is newsworthy alone. So yeah. speaking of movieologist, did you see that uh, Apple is now going to be scanning our phones for child pornography? Fuck. So we're going to have to delete those collections. I'm ruined. I know. We're both ruined. I have a just a treasure trove of hundreds of <laughs> – of gigabytes of oh, I've actually a specially sized uh, tr uh, terabyte oh. iPhone to yes. fit all the child porn. That's the one. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I have to delete Fuck. all of it, and I'm hoping that they haven't already d detected it because yeah. that would be a problem for me. Yeah, this professionally. Is I mean, I've been okay with them watching us all these years, <laughs> the violations of privacy, but now it's just too much. Mm. It's just to me, it. Uh, I think it's great, and I love that. I feel like it shouldn't be news, though. I feel like they should just do it and not tell people, so that they can catch them all. Just do it. I imagine there's a lot of guys frantically deleting images right now, just thinking like they're gonna get me, and yeah, it's like they could have just gotten them. Yeah, and they'll be like, "We see you deleted this 14 days ago." We <laughs> that <laughs> recently deleted. Yeah, like we have video of you deleting it through your screen. We got it all. It's not for me when I see horrifying stuff like, you know, child porn people and like it's like it's nice to know like that as weird as we are, like nothing that we're doing could get us in any real trouble. That's, yeah. that's kind of refreshing. Mm. Like I know that there's nothing like look through my everything. There's nothing in there that like we say wild shit, but clearly it's in, if you look at it in context, we're definitely joking. I have a laugh. Yeah. You have a laugh. Like that time you were talking about like killing the president and, you know. Wow. No, that's, we can't say that. Why does kids, you know, ha speaking of, they have a bit of that where he, where Trevor Moore is like saying like, like if I were to hypothetically say, yeah, that's another like, oh, good one. Oh, whoa, oh, oh. whoa. That's another good one. That is, yeah. 
Yeah, let's bleep that. <laughs> yeah, bleep that out. We didn't mean that. That we were, I was quoting the sketch. Uh, I hope you're not talking about me. Hopefully Never. one of those other ones. But uh, breaking news. Oh, boy. Jeopardy has announced its new host. Oh. It's the Alex Trebek successor. Uh, <laughs> and it's not one host. It's two hosts. Someone named oh? Mike Richards, not the guy who played Kramer on Seinfeld. I guess he used to he be He comes the, out blazing. Yeah. His laugh factory set just every week. And evidently this other Mike Richards has some sort of scandalous accusations, but I guess they're powering through that and going with him anyways. And also Mayim Bialik, the actress from Big Bang Isn't it Mayim? and Blossom, probably. Okay. If you think it's that, it's probably that, because I have no idea. She, yeah, Blossom, and uh, that's about it. And the, that Kid 90 I saw her in, the uh, oh, yeah. Solal Moonfried documentary. Yeah. Other than that, I can't think of anything she's in. Child star. I think she has another new CBS sitcom. She gets a ton of work. She's like the new CBS darling. But yeah, Mike Richards is going to be the host for the syndicated version, and Mayim Bialik will be the host for a spinoff series on ABC. So this sounds a little messy. I think the uh, the future of the show is in jeopardy after this announcement. <laughs> We're having fun. I mean, I used to. I like Jeopardy. That's good fun. enough. I like the Trebek stuff. I don't know if I'll be in for this. Friend of the show, Eugene, was actually on Jeopardy. Oh, really? Yeah, he That's didn't win, awesome. but he was on, and he could have won because he is really smart. I would be so bad unless oh, it was yeah. all movie questions. Even movie questions, I feel like I'd fuck it up. Yeah, like it would be like a Clark Gable or like any right. old question. I'd just be like, fuck, I don't even know these. The picture business. Yeah. It God. would be all like classic movies. I'd be like, can we stop at 1990? Is that possible? And then maybe just movies that I, like, can we just do my iTunes library? Is that possible? Yeah. It's impressive that he even got on. It's fucking dope. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's going to start happening soon. We'll see how that shakes out with that Jeopardy spinoff and all that. And oh my God, speaking of fucked up spinoffs, the American Crime Story and American Horror Story producer Ryan Murphy is developing two new spinoffs. What? Including American Love Story and American Sport Story. Well, the jerk store called. They're running out of you. I mean, you got enough stories over there, Rye? Is he doing the, um, you said he's doing the true crime story, the Bill Clinton one? Oh, yeah, there's that coming out. Oh, you didn't even mention that? I thought you said it. Oh, God. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, such a worker is nothing but just like these Ryan Murphy shows. And the returns. I hate FX. I hate Fox. I hate WCBB. The returns are pretty diminishing. Like, he said some decent shows, but the past bunch have just been... I'm not an American Horror Story guy. There's also that other new one, American Horror Stories, where it's just like He pluralized it, so it's something else. Yeah, like, he's just going to have, every show on FX is going to be American something story or stories, and it's no? just going to be a sea of, you know, shows where Sarah Paulson and Evan Peters are strolling around playing different characters in different scenarios. Evan Peters getting that work. He's pretty much solidified in the Ryan Murphy universe just what? forever. Yes. It's hard to say Ryan Murphy and not think of our Ryan Murphy and just do the what? It's like, I can't do it. It's accurate. Even though they couldn't be any more different as people. Mm. Um, there's a lot of M&M news. 
this week, starting off with his wife, Kim. Oh, shit. She actually tried to commit suicide, and then the police came to her house after the fact, and she became combative with them. I'm going to write a new song about this that's way too... So that's big too news. Many and they are divorced. Yes. And, uh, and the, the, one of their daughters, actually, is no longer a daughter. Now, I don't want to mess this up. Ooh. She is... Oh, I already did it. I already fucked it up. They are 19 years old and just came out as non-binary and has been asked to be called Stevie from here on out. Stevie? Yes. That's chill. I wonder if I'll write a song about that. That sounds like... I'm sure he'll be very supportive. I can't imagine Eminem being supportive of anything unique like that. Mm. Song is so angry. I used to run to this. (laughs) That old bit. That's some powerful workout music. It's good workout music. Not good uh, podcasting music. It's just you can't not play it with a story specifically about Kim. Yeah, that's those are two wild stories. He's having a big week. Big week. Been a weird couple of years for him. It's weird he never did more acting. Because I actually thought he is pretty good in 8 Mile. I loved him in Funny People. When they're at the restaurant oh, and he's sitting with Sandler. Mm. And then he starts yelling at Ray Romano and Seth Rogen's like, I thought everybody loved you. <laughs> it's just like the four of them all in the same scene is awesome. I think Funny Funny People might be my favorite Apatow movie. It's way too long. What do you think? And it's not that funny, but that's a fair take. It's my my number one. I think it could be an hour and 15 minutes shorter. <laughs> what would you cut? Like all the stuff at Leslie Mann's house a when they're just meandering out. around with the children? Yes. A lot of that Eric Bana stuff could go right out the window. <laughs> I was going to say the entire Eric Bana story could be summed up by like one scene establishing that he's not the world's greatest husband, but you still kind of have to not wonder to cheat on him. Mm. And then he comes in and finds out about them at the end. And that's all they, they didn't need any of the yeah. other. It's like a second movie. Yeah. Like halfway through. So it's... much character development, which normally I don't complain about, but it's like, it, I felt like they did a good enough job with the writing that they didn't need to develop it that much yeah that's but funny ju- i like that movie a lot I, I actually think it is funny i like the like adam sandler doing stand up and like him and, i think he and seth rogan are great together yeah they i like the all them being dicks to each other like yeah. jason schwartzman and jonah hill like jockeying for roles and stuff it's got some stuff mm. yo teach i wish <laughs> i wish yo teach was a real show <laughs> And you, you brought this to my attention. 18-year-old TikTok star Timbo the Redneck was crushed to death after falling out of his truck while doing donuts. That's a shame. <laughs> this really, uh, this shocked me. TikTok star Timbo the Redneck. I mean... Timbo, uh... Oh, wow. He was a good friend of mine. Hank's here to do a eulogy of Timbo. I figured I could say a few words... Wow. Uh, ...about Timbo. Timbo, my friend... I noticed that you had a gigantic Confederate flag on your truck the day we met, and that's how I knew that we were going to be friends. Mm. The fact that you are dead is sad, but I plan on using your body as kindling in my next bonfire. Oh, wow. And I will I will inhale you through the smoke into my lungs, and you will be a part of my body forever. Interesting. Did you, you ever do donuts, Hank? Is that a thing that... Uh... Is that just, is that how fucking, you guys I didn't know how to answer that, so I just started laughing. I wasn't even planning to do Hank at all. It was nice to see Hank. I feel like it's been a bit. Been a while. 
Um, yeah, Timbo the Redneck, if you watch his videos, have did you, I, I watched all of them because I'm a sicko. In memory of. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He sucked. <laughs> you're, you're kidding. He was like awful, mm. like loud and not funny and uh-huh. like just so, so stereotypically Southern. I just like, I'm so out. He's it, vaping in this picture announcing his death, <laughs> which is always nice to see. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. Just pushing out big vape clouds. Yeah. If you fall out of your truck while doing donuts and get crushed to death, you might be Timbo the Redneck. <laughs> yeah, I had that down as well. Good stuff. <laughs> Not that joke. That That's all you. But the, the news of Timbo dying. Speaking of the dead, uh, OJ Simpson actually has recently been quoted saying that he doesn't like going to Los Angeles because he's afraid that he may be, quote unquote, Sitting next to whoever did it in mm. regard to the murdering of his former wife, Nicole Brown Simpson, and her lover, Ron Goldman. Yes. He's worried. He's he, worried. He might run into the guy who killed them. Yes. Who definitely isn't him. That is correct. Definitely yeah. not him. <laughs> He's Yeah, that's a real concern. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't even want to go to the city at all. He's just going to go ahead and avoid that because the it, think about how awkward that would be if he yeah. actually came upon that guy. Yeah. Whoever it is. He's doing like the, I think you should leave hot dog costume bit in real life. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for the guy who did this. I just, and everyone's just like, come, come on. We, won't, we promised we won't be mad. <laughs> you clearly did this. The fact that OJ, we talk about this all the time, but the fact that he's like still so much in the spotlight, it's like, mm. just let yourself fade. Stop it. He's just saying. You were an athlete, then you did like two movies, then you murdered two people and got away with it. And then you got out of jail and got sent, or no, you never went to jail. You got away from having to go. And then you like had some sort of a violent like merchandise stealing operation that you got caught for. Mm. And then they sent you back to jail. And then you came out of jail. And now you're just like golfing and sending out tweets and trying to remain in the news every like two weeks. It's working. Hot takes about the vaccine. Like just just go. Yeah. I'm just saying. Look out. Oh, my God. The uh, We got to talk about the jackass stuff. Bam Margera is suing Johnny Knoxville and his jackass buddies over his firing claiming he was subjected to psychological torture and alleges inhuman treatment. And he was fired last fall from the set of Jackass 4 after allegedly testing positive for drugs, violating the terms of a wellness agreement he signed with the film's producers. I believe, did Jeff Tremaine just put a restraining order on him or did he sue him as well? That he put a restraining order on him, and now this is happening. Okay, so Jeff did the restraining order, and now Bam is suing Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. Okay. Dude, fucking ape and fail. I'm fucking suing him. The fuck, dude. Oh, what an idiot. <sighs> hey, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is my defense. This series, I like the idea of it entering a courtroom, like Jackass Five being a a courtroom drama. I think that would be fun. With like wee man solemnly entering the courtroom. I followed by that fat guy. I have Bam Margera in the death pool, as I've mentioned. And it just every story that I, I get Google alerts on all my victims and whenever I see Bam's name pop up, I'm thinking in my email, I'm like, This might be the night. Tonight's the night, as they say. Hey. I just like 
it it's just astounding to me that he's able to live the way that he lives. I don't know. Maybe he was a bad pick. Maybe he's not even getting fucked up anymore. I honestly don't know. Yeah, that was a stunt pick. It was. I was getting greedy. I had like four deaths in two weeks, and I was like, this is something I'm good at, so I'm going to go ahead and, with no incentive, could have easily picked someone in their 90s. Mm. But whatever. It's still funny. It'll be much more satisfying when he dies, like when, say, we're in our 50s and he goes. Yeah. That'll be way funnier than had I picked someone who would have been easy. And it's just a sad ending to this whole thing. Like, oh, you're like suing everybody now? Like, what a like gross ending to their yeah. whole uh yuck their legacy of work right like he just made it even worse and we didn't even know that was possible yeah fucked up dude did you see that in new york they're trying to i think amc in particular is trying to have uh moviegoers prove vaccination status in order to see a movie Ooh, that yeah i mean i think that's happening like everywhere yeah. eventually I actually thought I lost my vaccination card the other day. Hilarious. I was <laughs> laughing a lot at that. Classic yeah. hoops. And then uh, I found it. So I'm back. But there was a period like, am I going to have to like get a fake one? I'm going to go get on the black market. I'm pretty sure they'll just give you another one if you call up the place where you got vaccinated. Yeah. But didn't you get vaccinated at one of those like pop-up places that's gone? I went to like the Heinz Convention Center, like the place where everyone yeah, that's was gone. going. Yeah. So like, are you supposed to, you can't call the convention center. So like, I think you have to call like a, just maybe your yeah. doctor or something. I'm sure it could be gotten. It would just be a production, like all stuff in that realm. Uh, well, is. I laminated mine and put it, I actually have oh. a big wallet so it fits inside. And you got a big Costanza wallet. I do. <laughs> <laughs> For your free Save the Tiger poster. Any Orlando Oria, you know, yeah. <laughs> I'll make the clip. He's in. It, uh. So I'm wondering when we have to get these booster shots they keep talking about, am I going to have to, like, I can't take it out. So it's like, maybe they could write it on there with a permanent marker. Or maybe, the lady who, who did my vaccine said she would give me another, they would give me another one. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm sure it's not that big of a production. I am hearing, I don't want to talk about COVID because that's no. not fun. No. But I, I just want to say that if we have to start wearing masks everywhere again and things start shutting down, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. So everybody cross your fingers that that doesn't happen. I don't have another one of those in me. Yeah, I'm not in the mood for, for all no. that again. It's... One of my clients is an epidemiologist and she came in wearing a mask the other day and was talking about how bad it's about to get and I yeah. almost had a heart attack. Yeah, before they start all this... Everyone needs to consider how much I'm not in the mood for it. Agreed, yeah. That's what's really, that needs to be taken into consideration. Right, and like the podcast suffers. If you listen back to our episodes from 2020, like they were as, we were trying our best, mm. but we had no good content. We had like three good movies and this year has not been that much better. We're almost into September yeah. or, quarter, or three quarters of the way through the year. And Joey asked us what our favorite movie of the year was yesterday. And all I could come up with was nobody. That was the only one that came. And I was like, well, I guess like the new Suicide Squad, but that is six days old. I can't just say that now. Yeah. Speaking of old, old is probably my number one of the year. And or pig. But yeah, otherwise it's, you know, a bunch of like decent to okay stuff. 
Right. Maybe Fast 9. I like Fast 9, but I don't know. Like, if we couldn't make fun of Fast 9, would we even be talking about it? If it wasn't funny and it wasn't Vin, like, you know, like, compared to... The movies. I legitimately think, like, 5 and 7 are... And I like... The first one I have a soft spot for, but I've said this. 5 and 7, I think, are phenomenal films. Yeah. 9, I thought, was just pretty good. 9 has a lot of great stuff. The Magnet stuff, I loved. Like, that's... There's a whole chunk of Magnet action towards the end that rockets it to the top of... The Fast franchise, in Scotty's opinion. Did you see that HBO renewed White Lotus for a second season? I did. Which is one of my favorite things to happen. Mids, yeah. Like when you're into a show and then they renew it out of nowhere. Yeah, I, like, I love like, that. I felt like nobody was watching it. And now in the article, I guess it's like one of the more popular HBO Max streamers. So they announced they're doing a second season, but there's a catch. It's... uh. A new cast in a new setting. Oh, like they're doing a, they're gonna like anthology it, and it'll be like a white White Lotus hotel in wherever, like somewhere else in the world. Think they'll use the same set or is totally different? Probably, yeah. They'll probably go somewhere else. It's probably well, you can tell it's a real resort the way that it all looks, yeah. and that would probably be the easiest route. That would be easier than making a set, right? They could just rent out a whole resort and just film. Yeah, and as or much they- as I like the current cast. And we'd like to see more. I think it's cool that they're, yeah. you know, branching out, doing a new thing. Sometimes that works really well. And then sometimes there's True Detective. Yes. So cross your fingers that they pull together a decent second cast. Because True Detective season two is a piece of shit. Time is a flat circle. But yeah, the if you're not watching White Lotus, I think the season finale is this Sunday. It's a hot, I think it's only six episode season, maybe eight. I think six. I honestly don't know. I've watched all of them, though, and I love it. I feel like it's on the short side of things. But yeah, it's really good. I'm uh, looking forward to that finale. Mm. I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes in a future iteration. Um, er, And I know you're fired up about uh, Jamie Spears finally agreed to step down as uh, his daughter's conservator in uh, the Free Britney stuff. No, I was dumber than that. So I guess Britney's free? I think. So we did it. All those tweets and <laughs> hashtags and we did know. it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. That uh we know, did it. We were a big part of making that happen. Mostly uh Mostly this you. podcast, me. Yeah. Um you were a champion. I watched the documentary, so I feel like I did my part. Yeah. And I agreed when, you know, any person I knew brought up the fact that it was not great that she was in the conservatorship. I just sort of said, yeah, that sucks. Mm. So I think that that's about as much as I could possibly have done. Yeah. So let me commend you for that. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw this. This is very serious, Scotty-focused news. PepsiCo and Boston Beer Company are teaming up to create an alcoholic Mountain Dew drink. So uh, (laughs) R-word fuel... They'll actually turn you into an R. Uh, what does the R stand for, Ryan? Uh, regal. Oh, mm. Regal Fuel. Yep. Regal Cinemas. Hey, now. Uh, I didn't think there was really anybody out there actually still consuming Mountain Dew, aside from us, in an ironic way, as you take a sip of Mountain Dew. Those little seven-ounce cans hit the spot. Just yeah. enough. Fans of the show will know... Like, they're making Mountain Dew White Claws, basically. They're like, somebody wants me dead. They're trying to 
They're trying to shut me down. That's actually true. They're combining like two of your top beverages into one. Yeah. That's going to be problematic. It is. It's going to be... It's probably not going to be good, but I'm going to drink it just for the bit. I imagine if you have like seven of them, it'll burn a hole through your (laughs) stomach and your esophagus and you'll end up talking like Val Kilmer. Ooh. Fucking, we'll be talking about that later in the program. Poor Val. Poor kid. But yeah, fans, you can look forward to me getting nice and tistered off of uh, Mountain Dew booze beverages. And uh, whenever these come out, I think it'll be somewhat soon. And my last piece of news is Idris Elba got cast as Knuckles in the new Sonic movie. I saw that. Which I don't really have any opinion of, but a lot of people online seem to. It's just like, yeah, he's going to voice Knuckles. I guess that's fun. It's something. He gets a lot of work. I I mean, people really liked the first one, which was wild because they had that whole, like the trailer came out, everyone made fun of it, and then mm. they just shut it off for six months and redid the whole movie. I hope that happens again when they show what Knuckles looks like. This is not the Sonic theme that I remember at all. Yeah. That's awful. Give it one more try. Ooh. Yeah, I thought that... What the fuck? was like a pretty weak movie. A lot of people were like, Jim Carrey's great as the villain. I thought he was like... We watched that for a featured review, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was mid-pandemic, right? There was like nothing else. It was a straight to something. I think that was right before the pandemic. Oh, it was? Okay. That was one of the last movies that got a release in theaters and like did well. And that's why... Oh, right. It was like the most successful video game movie ever made. It was that whole thing because it was like right under the... At the buzzer. Yeah. Right. I don't know. They the sequel stack. They got tails and knuckles in there. All oh, the wow. all the fun side cars. I wasn't the biggest Sonic guy. I want them to make like a Mario movie like this. I don't know why they haven't made a Mario movie since the awful '90s one that everybody hates. Oh, with um, John Leguizamo and friend yeah. of the show Bob Hoskins. There it is, Bob Hoskins. Yeah, as Which, Mario. Yeah, they're a good Mario and Luigi. That movie's just like a weird, dark mess. It was. Yeah. I remember thinking it was super weird when I was a kid and I was like right in the pocket of who should have loved that movie. Yeah, it's like scary. It's like, why isn't this fun? <laughs> like like the games. It's a dark, insane movie. But uh, I think that's all I got for news. Why don't we take a little break? It sounds dope. And we'll be right back. That was that was almost too in sync. We're back, baby. You know, I feel like I don't usually do that part. Um, He's back. We watched a few things. Yes. Um, Most notably, the new Amazon Prime documentary Val uh, about Val Kilmer. Yes. Friend of the show. You can watch for free on Prime. It's from A twenty four. Which always I didn't gives, know that gives things a cool little like oh, the A twenty four stuff. Even though they're just a production company, I feel like people give them a little too much, but they do make good stuff. They've gone a little crazy with their merchandising. They sell like three hundred dollar backpacks and stuff. It's like uh, I cannot comment on A twenty four merchandise. I own so much of it. I have the socks, the hoodie, Ooh. the T shirt, 
yeah, the, the crew neck sweatshirt. This is like, and keep in mind, this is accumulated over like six years. Yeah. So that to me, that doesn't count. It's like one item a year. Yeah. But still, mm. and a lot of stickers. They got some stuff. It's fair. And I've seen basically every movie they've ever made. I don't think I've missed any. Yeah, and they're so new. They have a great track record. They made like thirty movies, and like twenty five of them are good. They have very few duds. All or none of them are shots. Mm. Pretty much. Maybe that Bill Pullman one. That, that one was a shut. What was that one called again? Like the Ballad of Lefty Brown or something. It's a slug. I think I actually did shut that one. So, it's and then bad. I really didn't like First Reformed, but I wouldn't have shut it. I would have finished it. That one's like icy boring. It's got some stuff. It's just like a little slow. But like they work with some of the best directors around, yeah. and I think that yeah, they got a lot of people in their stable, like Ari yeah. Aster. Uh, Safty brothers, workers, Greta Gerwig, yeah, Safties, yeah. a lot of good, good eggs. But on to Val. Let's mm. talk about Val Kilmer, who I didn't know about his trials and tribulations. He's on Badway Boulevard. I didn't know he was that sick. Yeah, he had to have like surgery recently on his throat. He had throat cancer. Yes, he started smoking cigarettes when he was eight years old. Yeah. I googled. Val, that's early. That's a early CI. Jesus. And he had the throat surgery that he got throat cancer. And then they removed, I guess, his larynx or whatever is like right here. I'm touching my throat. You can't see it, but. Yeah. So he's like always <sighs> in pain. And he has the voice now where it's like, eh. he has like the South Park guy voice. It's like. Right. And he has this, it's like that stoma in his neck. And he has to put his hand up to the button in order to talk because air gets out and he like can't eat normally. And he's. Yeah. I think he's like, he was, and there's the scene where they're at Comic-Con mm. and he's signing autographs and he just gets tired and he needs to lay down and then he just throws up into a trash can. Yeah. Like, it's sad. Yeah. And he's like, I... And yeah, only like, a little funny. And, <laughs> yeah. And like talking about how tough it is to breathe when he's speaking, but he's like doing it for the documentary. It's just like, Jesus. And his son narrates the movie, which I thought was a smart idea. Mm. And it was cool because like he sounds just like him and... That was weird, yeah. Sounds yeah. just like him. Like a young, like heat Val Kilmer. Yeah. And they take you on a nice tour through all his, uh, you know, old movies, like starting with Top Gun and such. He has some great, like, home movie style footage that, like, he shot himself on the sets of these movies. So there's some really cool behind the scenes stuff, like. Speaking of that Kid 90, this was like the same idea. Like, how yeah. did he have this much footage? Yeah, I like when people, that seems to be a thing a lot of celebrities do. They just like, on the movie sets, they're like, I want to film stuff. And they just have like a catalog of mm. stuff that's fun to comb through for, you know, footage for a documentary like this. Like that footage he had of him on the set of Island of Dr. Moreau. I was just going to bring that up. Uh, John Hirschfeld or whatever. And he's, and he, and John's like, you got to shut the camera off. Mm. And they're having like clearly like a dispute about the movie. And he refuses to shut the camera off. He like, mm. well, and that movie bombed, right? Like, wasn't that a notorious turkey with Marlon Brando? Yeah, that shot of Brando it. laying in the hammock, and he just looks like a fucking planet. Yeah, and he walks up to him like, "What's your favorite childhood memory?" <laughs> Marlon Brando's just like, Ugh. Marlon Brando goes, "Give me a big push," because yeah. <laughs> he's on like this like hanging hammock, and he doesn't even answer the question at all. Yeah, I love that stuff. Like great fly on the wall footage from Val, and this, and like there's. They get gritty. He tells this whole story about like how he got embroiled in his dad's business dealings and they all like went to shit and he lost a fortune. It was fucked up. Val's been through the ringer. 
it seems. <sighs> yeah, the his dad losing all of his money was stressful. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically he lost his own money because he agreed to let his dad put all of it into shell companies, which is very illegal, but <laughs> it is what it is. You, typically, like if my dad told me we were going to put all of my gym, you know, my ank fit money into shell companies, I would probably assume he knew what he was doing and just think like, all right, I mean, my dad said to do it. So I guess <laughs> I have to just spread my money out over all these weird fake companies until yes. the IRS catches me and takes everything. We'll explore this in the documentary, Ank, that I'll make in, <laughs> in 15 years. When I have a throat cancer stoma, and yes. <laughs> this will be powerful. Mine will be from HPV, though. It won't be from cigarettes because <laughs> I quit cigarettes uh, in May of 2014. Hell yeah, doggy! April might have been April, but either way, it's been a while. And I liked how there's a lot of footage of him filming Batman Forever, mm. and how much he did not like that process and the fallout from that. My favorite line about that was when he was like, "I realized my role quickly was to just." sort of stand there where they told me to and not say anything. And that's just made me sad. Like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. He had some great lines that like summed up, uh, like how weird and bad Hollywood is. I can't remember them, but I remember being like, Ooh, Val, like with some, some poetic musings. I loved when he was doing almost like that inside the actor studio round table or whatever, but he was just doing a talk by himself mm. wearing the black suit. And he was saying like, he hasn't been able to make a lot of movies that are the type of roles that he enjoys or the things that he wants to watch, mm. but he feels bad complaining because there's so many other actors in Hollywood yeah. who have not been able to work at all and getting work is such a blessing. But he was basically saying like the movies that he's been in aren't that great. Mm. I didn't really hear him say a much positive about any of them. And yeah, I like when someone's honest about that. He, right. he was positive about some of them. Heat, he, I guess. Yeah, and he had he good things to say about Heat. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. He mentioned at some point, which is like probably his best movie. I forgot he was even in that. Yeah, but he's incredible in that. Gay Perry, call it my faggot gun. Yeah. And yeah, what was the other? Some other movie I can't remember. The The Saint. Yeah, The Saint. They do a deep dive on the Saint stuff. <clears throat> I did, that was an all right movie. I think I saw that in the theaters. Yeah, I don't know if I ever saw it, but that was like his first bomb. Yeah, just great, like, you know, behind the scenes, fun footage. I didn't realize his son, Jack Kilmer, was somebody I'd seen in things before. Like, he was in that awful movie with Frank Grillo, Body Brokers, that we made ourselves no. watch a few weeks ago, months ago. Body Brokers. What a bad movie that was, body, but body he's brokers. in it. He's the lead, and he just seems like a nice kid. And it must be really, because he's clearly younger than we are, and it must be mm. really fucking hard to watch your 61-year-old father go down the tubes like that. So mm. I don't know. It's a sad movie, but it's not like too sad because they do try to, they make it fun and funny. And I think I cried a bit watching this. I believe that. the fans. <laughs> like, I believe that. God damn it. Those tears falling. <laughs> the fans love it. And yeah, like, I hate when you see a documentary about someone and you learn nothing and it has like no new footage. This movie, I feel like I learned a lot about Val, saw a lot of fun footage that no one's ever seen before. This is very much worth a watch, in my opinion. That sort of, to me, is for a documentary, is it the right length? Some of them are an hour, which is great. Some of them are four or whatever. They're like series. And I'm like, I can't watch all of this. Yeah, like get real. Trim this down. Right. And so, And like, did it keep me engaged? Yes, it did. And did it make me either know more or care more or both about whatever subject that it was that I was watching? And it certainly did. 
Yeah. Like I hate, like the Britney Spears documentary is a perfect example because everything in it is stuff that has been in the news that yeah. we already know. Something like that, that's an excuse for a doc where they're like, well, we got to make something. And so they just like smush a bunch of footage that everyone's seen on the news into like a thing. They're right, like, just cobble together. Like, here's this, take this. But yeah, check out Val on Prime. It's a hot one. Mm. And I thought we'd talk a little bit about a new movie that's now in theaters and on demand called John in the Hole. Mm. Which I thought was a cool name. Yes. And I really liked this movie. Yeah, this is a cool one to go into blind. Yes. Like, you rented this and uh, mentioned you liked it. I knew nothing about it. I just pressed play, which is a fun way to watch a movie mm. every once in a while. Just sitting there like, hey, what's this going to be? Yeah, like I've been skipping, not all the time, but skipping a trailer every now and then is fun. Yeah. Going in blind, unsullied, as they say. But yeah, this is a like fucked up movie that... It's about this kid who's... It's hard not to spoil it. Yeah, it's... <laughs> You had a great meets for it. That's... Can I give the meets without it being a spoiler? I, I mean, I give the meets. It's the to me, this movie was we we need to talk about Kevin meets Parasite mm. in terms of just the tone of it, the look of it, the feel. Yeah, that like ultra modern house, like lifeless kind of. It's basically like this kid in a normal family. Michael C. Hall's his father. I didn't recognize anybody else. And there's two young kids, like teenage, early young teens. And the the son is clearly just like out to lunch, like on another planet, does not love being a part of that family. And then he does something about it. Yeah. And that's where the whole comes in. And the whole vibe of the movie, it's like very spooky and fucked up. Yeah. And it was cool watching it blind because when things start to happen, I'm like, what is this? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> I it thought really, there was a lot of good stuff. Like there's a scene yeah. where like he goes and like gets one of his buddies and you're just like, what terrible thing is going to happen next? Yeah. And then, you know. And then in the pool, you're like, right. oh no. And then it's it's twisty. It's very, very Fascinating. You will not be able to predict how this movie is going to go, which is a cool. And it's not like, there's something to be said for a movie that is unpredictable, that keeps you on the edge of your seat, but it doesn't go the cheap gimmicky route of like a Sixth Sense style twist. Yeah. So, like, M. Night had nothing to do with this movie. We'll put it that way. Mm. Although, if he did, it probably would have been doper. I disagree. <laughs> He's out. Respectfully. What did you think of that very late, Departed-esque, 30 minutes in title reveal for John and the Hole? I was kind of floored by that. I don't even remember seeing it. It was that far in. They do, so, I like, guess I loved it. It's crazy late. Like, later even than The Departed. Like, 30 actual minutes in, they're like, here's the title. Which is like artsy mildly pretentious but i'm in on it i, I feel like cool. if i made a movie i'd want to do it like 45 minutes in yeah <laughs> of an hour and a 90 minute movie i'd do it 45 minutes into the movie have like a nice classy intermission mm -hmm. but like now with like the our feature presentation music playing yeah this movie worked for me big time like i loved it was on the edge of my fucked up seat the entire runtime mm. yeah it's, i think it's like seven bucks on itunes yeah. I'm sure it'll be free in a few weeks, but I would say if you have nothing else to watch this weekend, it's the it should be at the top of your list. I think it's performing well on iTunes. I noticed it was in the top movies. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of chatter about it, but the buzz will start bubbling once the fans hear this episode. Agreed. And yeah, there's a very like haunting ending that makes you think. 
great indie ending where you're like, ooh. Kind of drops off a cliff a little bit. Yeah, I love that. What else do you watch? I mean, I took a little trip down to the multiplex by my onesies to see The Green Knight. Also, another I'm a- already yawning. <laughs> another A24 movie that uh, basically everyone on Earth and on Twitter and Letterboxd said is like a four and a half star masterpiece, a stirring medieval epic, ba ba ba. I thought this movie was punishingly boring. And it starts great. You're like, oh, cool, like medieval sword epic thing. And it's like there's this Green Knight character who's like a creature who's doing all sorts of stuff. It has a fun opening. And then it's just Dev Patel like wandering around for like an hour. Sounds I, awful. Yeah, like, I can't believe how many people seem to love this movie. I feel like people love pretending they like certain movies. Yeah. A24 movies never get bad reviews from it, anybody. And it's one of those things I've been waiting for. Like I tweeted about it and I was just waiting for people to be like, oh, you didn't get it. Like you must be dumb if you didn't get how brilliant the green knight is. And it's oh, like, no, I would it's be boring. so mad. I couldn't deal with that. I don't know how you hang on Twitter. I can't do it. I mean, it's too not much everything. interaction. There's just certain people are out to lunch, but. Yeah, and I liked parts of it, but it's just such a slog. It's like, what's going on here? Like, give me some excitement. And there was one point in the movie where I wanted to do the, that's gotta hurt, Seinfeld bit. What held you back? You didn't think it would land? Yeah, I just, for some reason, the idea came to me, and I was just sitting there giggling, like, I should do this. Him killing in that theater? Yeah, because like, someone gets beheaded at one point. I was like, oh, I should have done it. I felt very George about the whole... If I were in a theater and someone did that, I would... Yeah. Big laugh. Yeah, I might a... even go find them and, and tell them how funny it was. Yeah, like handshake. I'm going to hey, do man, that, that at some great. point. I'm going to sneak that in. But yeah, this I really didn't care for. And I don't know. Yeah, it's, it looked... I was excited about it when I first started hearing about it. Then I watched the trailer... Like they did a ton of marketing for it. And I thought it looked cool. Then I watched the trailer and I was like, this looks boring. It I don't is. want to see this anymore. Yeah. And, you know, it's two hours plus, has maybe like 12 minutes of good stuff. It's not enough for Scotty. Yeah. No, thank you. The Green Knight. I wonder how it got a green light. Fucking gotcha. Ha ha. Got him. <laughs> Zing. Thank you for the ha ha. <laughs> thank you. It was good. It was good. But yeah, that, don't see it. Wait for it to come out on demand and you can get all bored watching it at home. But didn't you also find your way to the pictures this past week? I did, actually. I saw the new Matt Damon vehicle, Stillwater. Ooh. About, based, well, loosely based on the Amanda Knox story. For those that remember, she was a woman who was in school in Italy and like killed some woman who she'd been dating and, or allegedly, and allegedly not is the real story like she was in allegedly she's innocent and to be honest i don't know enough about the real story to really comment but everybody thought she did it she got i think she was in an italian prison whatever oh. and then she got out and you know had a bunch of breadsticks what the her, fuck like, i'm locked up over here and then some gabagool oh. i feel like it's hack to say gabagool when you're talking about italian people overdone I retract that statement and instead i'll say uh capricol Oh. Which I think is the same thing. It is. But anyway, um, the real, or the movie rather, Stillwater with uh, Matt Damon. Fever dog. 
is they, it takes place in Paris or near Paris in another city, and his daughter is played by Abigail Breslin, Hi. who does not really have chops, but she's like, ah, she's decent. She's really, aging poorly. She disappeared for like a decade and then popped back up in like Zombieland 2 and now this. I guess she's back. Yeah, she... She's uh, the little girl from Little Miss Sunshine for people who aren't familiar. Child so star. Yeah, I think she got nominated for an Oscar for she that. She did, yeah. So... Um, but yeah, this was actually solid. Matt Damon in full like Hank mode. Yeah. <laughs> just like hat and sunglasses wandering around fa- uh, France. Like that in itself is worth the price of admission. Him just such a fish out of water. Any of you French fucks got any intel for me? I need some help. And like he's kind of like the lovable fuck up. Like he has an alcohol problem that he's gotten over and everybody, every time he says anything, everyone's like, are you drinking again? And like, it's just like, I've been there, buddy. So I don't know. I, I, I thought it was great. And it was like two hours and I wasn't bored. It had me hooked. Yeah, isn't it like Taken, but it's like a guy who doesn't have a particular set of skills? Yeah, he has no skills, yeah. so he's sort of just meandering. That's kind of fun. Yeah. I do want to see this. I'll probably check it out. Yeah, you'll like point. it. I don't want to give anything away. There's like a, to co- the Taken comparison. Just know from that that there, it's the tri- the trimmings of a movie like that. Ooh. Uh, it was solid, though. Yeah. I, uh, I think I gave it a three and a half out of five on Letterboxd. Nothing wrong with a three and a half? Three, three and a half is usually my sweet spot. Yeah, I give a lot of three and a halves. Three, three and a half. Like, I feel like if I give a movie a four, I'm like, a four is pretty fucking high. Yeah. If like my, you know, Caddyshack and Drive are fives. Exactly. Yeah, like I don't throw around four and a halves or fives. But yeah, even when I do a four, I'm like, did I like it this much? Four out of five is pretty serious. I threw a four on the MTV or MTV, the um, the Woodstock 99 documentary. Mm-hmm. And immediately regretted it when you were like, oh, I gave it two and a half. I was just like, oh, am I an idiot? Four stars? Like, I'm overselling it. That's the worst. That was like when I opened up Letterboxd after I saw The Green Knight, I saw a sea of like four and a half, five star reviews and was just like, like, what? Yeah, people on Letterboxd are just sucking each other's dicks. Yeah. There's nobody on there who's like as much of a cunt as I am. Like, I give so many half stars. Yeah. And like, I like that guy's. David Lowry, who did The Green Knight, he did a ghost story, which is like one of my Good favorite movie, movies. Yeah. And a is lot that of people, one of your favorites? I think it's amazing. And a lot just of just give me your top ten real quick. <laughs> I'm no? just like silent. <laughs> I just completely the shut rest of down. the show just fades out. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, he did a ghost story, which a lot of people think is boring, but I like it. It's fun, know. boring. This movie is just not. I wasn't on its wavelength. No, didn't have the stuff. So yeah, Stillwater was solid. Uh, go see that. It'll probably be in the theaters for a few more weeks. There was like parts of me that were like, "Is this like an award performance?" Ooh. But I don't think so. Yeah, I'll be. I wouldn't be shocked, but I don't think so. Will Matt Damon ever get that Oscar? I don't think really? he ever got an acting for, Oscar. He's got the writing one at least. Kid, that's true. Um, um TV. Yes, we're going to talk about it next week on the program. So, fans, check out the Netflix documentary Malice at the Palace. I think it has, like, a subtitle before it, like Legends or something. But it's a brisk, like, hour and ten-minute documentary. We're sports guys now. Mm-hmm. I'm adding it to my cue as we speak because I will never remember. Yeah. What's the, the first word of it? Did you see? Does it One add, sec. I'm pulling it up now. I think it has something before Malice at the Palace, even though... Untold. There crossed out Malice at the Palace. Yeah. No, don't download it. Jesus Christ. 
This is great. And we're going to... From Floyd Russ. Key figures from an infamous 2004 incident between players and fans at an NBA game in Michigan discussed the fight, its fallout, and its lasting legacy. It's a cool hour and nine minutes mm. in that Dolby Vision HD. Hell yeah. That was like the fight when they were jumping in the stands, beating up the player or beating yeah. up the fans. Like that, To me, that, that hooked me when you told me that. I was like, all right, I'll watch that. So we're going to be talking about that. There's also this new Netflix show called Brand New Cherry Flavor that's kind of uh, Lynchian, one might say. It's no, very like lost me. Lost Highway-ish. I'm only an episode in, but we'll see how that shakes out. Um, yeah. They had the season finale of Dave. That was pretty hot. Season finale of Dave was good, yeah. yeah. Solid. Dave, this season was very spotty. A bit of a sophomore slump, one might say, but... It had like five really hot episodes. Out of 10? Was it a 10 episode season? Yeah. Yeah. There was a couple of really bad ones in the beginning, and then they picked it back up. They, they closed it out nice. Yeah. Definitely worth getting into if you've not started season one. It's on Hulu. Yes. I actually started that Mr. Corman show. Oh, is that good? I loved it. Oh, And really? that's also A24. Ooh. Yeah. One of my clients actually texted me and said he hated it because the guy that or that Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays is insufferable in some ways. And I was like, well, yeah, yeah, that's... But I didn't feel like going down the rabbit hole of explaining how that's the point. And yeah. that, that's not a reason not to want to watch the show. It's like, yeah, sometimes they make shows and movies about people who aren't sweethearts. And right. that's people, fine. People... <laughs> Right, like people often, like that's like how my brother watches stuff. My dad a little bit too. My dad can get in there, but like my brother definitely only wants to watch things with no conflict. Like mm. he likes, which like he almost wants to like disassemble the plot of a film and have it like there's no anti-hero, there's no conflict, there's no antagonist. Yeah, It's just like two guys. Like if you, you show him a movie like Limitless, that would be like his dream movie if nothing bad <laughs> happened. If Bradley Cooper just kept getting more and more rich, yeah. that would be like his favorite movie. That's everybody's dream movie. Mm. But yeah, that... It's weird when... Fuck, I just had a thing and then completely forgot about it. But Mr. Corman is on Apple TV Plus mm. or Apple Plus, whatever it's branded as. It's a show about a guy who is an English teacher for sixth graders and he's living in LA with a roommate it's he's Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, I think I believe he directed and wrote it with a 24 mm. and he's in it, he's starring in it and it's just it was nice to see him again I've always really liked him he like, kind of did Don John and then the Dark Knight Rises and then just vanished off the face of the earth with like his record the hit record Joe yeah. thing like doing music I think Don John literally like destroyed his career that was such a weird turkey I liked was... it it's got some stuff. I saw it it's alone just, in the theaters and then immediately as it came on iTunes. It's just like an odd movie. He's doing a Jersey accent. It's like a way too late Jersey Shore kind of parody. It just like came out at an odd time. When did it come out? Like 2013? Yeah. Yeah. And it, I felt like that stuff was just over. Yeah, that movie got panned. I remember that. But yeah, I remembered my thing. Like, I, I get wanting to watch stuff with no conflict sometimes. Sometimes mm. I'm in the mood to like, oh, let's just watch something easy that you don't have to think a lot about. But I love movies or shows about like people who are dickheads or like bad yeah. or evil. Like it's interesting to Agreed. watch someone like be fucked up. That's, you know, I'll watch a story about anything as long as it's interesting in some sort of way. Yeah, I, I liked this one a lot. And we'll see where it goes. I see it could turn into a piece of crap, but I, I thought it was fun so far. I think yeah. I watched the first two are available, and the next mm -hmm. one I think comes on tonight. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. It's only on Apple Plus. Mm -hmm. Mr. Corman? Mr. Corman. 
Yes. And oh, yeah. you watch some stuff, right? Beyond those, beyond Dave. Yeah, the there's a new FX Hulu show called Reservation Dogs. That's about like a pack of unruly teens, you know, getting up to some ridiculousness. It's set on a uh, Native American. You could just say Indian man. Yeah, or like <laughs> it has some sort like, of. Like, hey, yeah, 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 hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost said like plantation. I'm like, that's not the word. <laughs> it's just dancing around it. Like, I don't even know how to be. I think we're supposed to say first people now. It's some sort of like a community. They live in like a thing. It's a reservation. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Sure. Reservation dogs. That's probably, <laughs> wow, I'm very dumb. <laughs> but is it a play on reservoir dogs? It is. I hate that. Yeah. And it's kind of weird how much there's a scene with like them in suits doing a whole thing. And I'm like, why are you leaning Mr. so much to this? They like lean into the reservoir dogsness of it a lot, which is odd, but it's say got the some fucking lots. words. You're gonna be okay. <laughs> you know, fucking co-op. Um, yeah, you didn't really sell that one for me, but I will watch it. Yeah, I'm not even that sold on it myself. I you're just, not even in. You're uh, you're like tentatively in. No, it was good. I'm just you know, not over the moon about it. Mm. It was fun. There's too much fucking shit on me. I can't breathe. And I think that's it. That's it for me, yeah. Why don't we take a pause, Ooh. hypothetically here, and okay, we watch just a little bit of Wedding Crashers. Sounds chill. That sounds like a good idea? Yes. I hate how they always want me to update the apps on this TV. How dare like, they? Just put the fucking app on. I'll sneak in real quick. Fans should check out the latest South Shore Boys. Logan's putting on an episode today. Is your other new podcast out? That one still isn't out yet. Rounding Down with Chid and Sai. I think sometime in the next week or so, they're going to put out that hot app that I guest starred on. It was very fun. They're good guys. And now that was um, like a like a car talk podcast where you're talking yep. about like engines and yep. classic cars. and. I got under the hood. I mm. counted all the pistons and... That's awesome. And I'm already out of car stuff. Okay, good. Just in time for Wedding Crashers. He's back. So, how long have you and the secretary been married? Oh, 30 years next year. Oh, that's wow. Beautiful. Yeah. And we were faithful for two of them. Hmm? Hmm? Enjoyed party. I love when a woman comes up to me and tells me how she's not faithful to her husband the second she meets me. That's pretty normal behavior, yeah. Like just mm. sharing that dirty laundry with a complete stranger at your daughter's wedding. I don't see why that doesn't Secretary happen more often. No. Especially when your husband is a famous politician that everybody knows who he is. <laughs> yeah. Realistic. I'm sure that that wouldn't necessarily leak to a reporter and become a nightmare for the whole family, right? No. See, Walken's good in this because he's not being like Walkeny. He's playing, he's like almost being serious. Are you kidding me? I thought it was great. I love Your old walking. The yeah. What's the David Cronenberg movie that he's in? You can get it. Now, You're going to get it. Just get Is it like the so Dead sure Zone or something? Yeah, nailed it. I dead Zone. I don't think I've seen that. That's It's it's good. It's John, weird and good. I'll put it on the list. Stogies? Why not? Stogies? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Lost a lot of good men out there. This walk away? Oh, it's about to be over. Damn it. 
Thank you so much for the dance, and it was wonderful to meet you. <laughs> I wish I was stronger. <laughs> God, he's so funny. <laughs> I wish I was stronger. Oh, fuck. God, that's good. He should have been nominated for Best Actor, the Oscars for this. I remember you saying the other day that you liked Superbad better than Wedding Crashers. Much. I'm going to leave the podcast with that. It's, that it's lun- lunatic statement. It's a better movie. Folks, reach out to us at enoughthepodcast at Gmail. We haven't gotten a letter in a while. I think mm. that'd be a fun thing for us to hear. What are your plugs this week? I mean, I already snuck some in, but check out Uncle to Uncle. They had some really hot episodes. They're celebrating Free Guy Friday today with a hot new episode that I was listening to earlier. It's very good. And yeah, follow us, South Shore Boys, the whole deal. I want to say friend of the show, Danny Boy, has a kidney stone at the moment. Oh, He's very under the weather, so I want to let him know we're pulling for you. Too much calcium? I think, it, yeah, it's like a dehydration stress type thing, ah. I think they were saying. He's been deep in the editing studio with The Weed Game Show, which you can still check out at Old Dirty Boston or on YouTube, Instagram. He should get some of that uh, Mountain Dew with booze in it. That would help. <laughs> flush the Especially head. since he hasn't had a drink in like two years. Just, <laughs> just, pile, just pile that into his system. Just flush that right out of there. But yeah, kidney stones. I forgot those were even a thing that happened. It's, I'm feeling awful for you. Pulling for you, Danny boy. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> we'll play the birthday music and talk about your death. Yes. Um... I, I'm going to say ankfit.com. My dance card with clients is pretty much full. Like I'm legit playing Tetris at this point, so I'm not looking for clients. I am, however, looking for personal trainers, as always. Like I said last week, $500 reward if you give me somebody good, and they actually stick. Hell yeah. It's a juicy signing bonus. 500 bucks. Wow. You know someone. And I'm not talking about a hack. I saw a kid wearing a Boston Sports Club shirt the other day as I was driving. He was literally doing my old like walk of death from Sweet Green back to Boston Sports Club with his sad little salad and his Nike shoes. I was like, that was me seven years ago. Holy shit. And I wanted to pull over and be like, are you happy there? Like, I want to rescue you. Like I'm like some fat old rich guy at a strip club, like that vibe. That would have been great. You walk up to him and like slide him an Angfit card, change his life, pull him out of the, the muck and mire. I mean, if you have like 20 clients and you can get 10 of them to come with you, and charge, you know, a little bit more and keep all of the money. Mm. You're working, like, I don't work as much as I used to, and I make way more. I used to have to, like, I mean, granted, when you're in a big gym, you have a constant supply of clients pouring in, and I would do, there were times where I was doing almost 40 sessions a week, which is, like, 60 hours in the actual gym, because if you think about all the little gaps in between and all the time you spend cleaning up and programming and waiting for clients and it's a lot of yeah 40 in a week that's 40 in a week is like the craziest week i've ever had and Mm. like a lot of trainers do it regularly and to be honest i think the quality of your work suffers so i'm not talking about people who do those kind of numbers but you could do if you charge 100 bucks and you do 25 30 sessions that's decent money Mm. so think about it that way charge 120 130 now we're really talking also, I just remembered, I walked by uh, BSC recently. How they how they doing? I noticed, like, just looking in, they were closed, but they have something called the Gronk Zone, 
Uh, they sure do. That's a marketing campaign they started after I left, where they got him to like do one video and then put his name all over everything. Yeah, and it's funny now, like he's not even on the Patriots anymore. Nope. And like we still got the Gronk Zone. Come no on good. Down. He doesn't even live in the state anymore. Yeah. He did like one video shoot of like, you know. Yeah, it looks silly. Like, listen, he's a freak of nature, professional athlete. You're not going to get into Gronk shape going to Boston Sports Club. Sorry. Yeah. He's like six eight. 250 pounds all muscle do, do, do. and he's one of our favorite actors slash stand-up comedians huge cock <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Uh, folks i think that's enough it's enough for me we almost, hit, we almost did the whole song yeah <laughs> we're really we're really stretching here folks let's just keep going listen buddy i gotta go but thank, thank you. you yeah thanks for listening folks we love you have a goodbye. bye